and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's Garbage People and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra. I'm your other host, and I am just grinning from ear to ear right now. (laughs) I literally cannot stop smiling. I could barely get through that introduction. We we had made a discovery moments before we started recording. Well, I don't know. Do you want to just how how do we preface this? So I I was going to tell a historical trash of one time I was at a Hollywood party and I was looking for the alternative bathroom because there was a very long line and I was had to do something that you don't do at parties. So I was like, surely there's a second bathroom. Poop. I had to poop. Okay. <laughs> and I stumbled into. The Coke room at a party. Yes. And when I, and I, I was like, oh, so sorry, looking for the bathroom. Uh, uh, awkward, you know, and I was going to tell that story. So when Erica said, oh, I've got a story about a Coke room. It was, the, it was the host's Coke room. And I was like, oh, I have a story like that. I just can't tell it because it was a famous Hollywood celebrities party. And then she said, who? And I revealed the person. It's the same person. (laughs) The same person. We were at the same holiday party years apart from each other. Yeah. This holiday party happens every year. And apparently (laughs) every year, a couple, I mean, I don't think I was pooping. I think I just had to pee and the line was long and I was looking for another bathroom. (laughs) Walked in. I said, oh, excuse me. I so sorry. I love I loved you in blank. Thanks for yes. having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh my god. We we did the same thing at the same party and I think it was just not the same year. Yeah, 100%. Cuz I feel like I knew you back then so I would have known. Yeah, for sure. I would have said, "Hey, I'm I'll, uh, happy to see you at this party." Uh-huh. Uh, happy to see you. Would you like to help me find the alternative bathroom? <laughs> and I would have been like, oh, I was actually here a couple weeks ago or a couple years ago. Be careful when you look for the alternative bathroom. You're going to discover the host doing cocaine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what a what a little Hollywood thing that we got to share. But I, uh, I am nervous for this Hollywood celeb now. Yes. Evidently, they, they like to party. And I I hope that they are doing it safely. And that's a PSA to everyone. If you party, uh, don't. Um, If you can help it, it's illegal. But are you saying party like party specifically for like the booger sugar or anything? Yeah, party meaning if you do cocaine, Uh test it for fentanyl. I will give you fentanyl testing strips. Like I don't do drugs, but like I want everyone to be safe. And there has been a lot of bad booger sugar going around that is laced with fentanyl. And it is it is getting serious. People are dying. Yeah. <clears throat> Not to like make light of a bad situation, but that was my first time saying booger sugar out loud. Was it yours? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like how it felt. It, it felt silly. Yeah. I think I'd rather say cocaine. Co- cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, booger sugar. It feels like we're making light of a serious situation. Of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, why are you trash since we couldn't have that conversation? Uh-huh. 
because we'll never work in this town again. I mean, we would have had to like bleep that shit out or like edit it out. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know. Well, I went to another Hollywood adjacent party this week. Uh, I had a friend's 30th birthday and they threw it at a house in the Hollywood Hills overlooking the Hollywood Reservoir. Sweet. It was beautiful. It was like a pool party. There was DJs. It was catered. Like, very nice. A wonderful, wonderful event. And there was a cake. An ice cream cake. Okay. And after everyone had their share of the cake, I couldn't find where the plates and the forks were. So I cut myself a piece of cake and ate it with my hands. At this swanky Hollywood house. Wait, had you already had your share? No, this was my share, was eating it with my hands. <laughs> Where were you when they were cutting the cake? I was like on the other side of the hot tub and I didn't want to like move from my chill location. Oh, but you knew you wanted cake. I knew I wanted cake. Jesus and so- Christ, an ice cream cake with your hands? Yeah, I cut it, it was like slicing right through it because it just was melting as I was eating it. Did it you was, cut it with your hands as well? No, I had a knife. A knife was provided, but the cutlery and like tiny cake plates were missing from the party spread. Oh no. Yeah. It and was, you washed uh, your hands in the hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> and then I washed my hands in the hot tub. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, and I did this like not like in shame in the dark away from people like me and my friend did this in front of other people and we're like sorry we're trash (laughs) it seems almost like you did it and then if someone was like oh there was no forks or plate or whatever and then you would be like nope guess we have to use our hands (laughs) no like just like Almost like accusatory, whilst like you could have just asked more people or waited. Or waited. Yeah. All options, but your girl just plowed on. How are you trash this week? Well, I have a couple, um, and I didn't know where to land. You know, we didn't record last week for Labor Day and also because of technical difficulties. So it's like the one that I have almost feels old, but we went... To the Greek theater in uh, Hollywood. And we saw Future Islands. They were requiring proof of vaccination. It was great. And at the Greek theater, they have a couple options. You know, let me start from the beginning. We went to Mess Hall, which is down the street from the Greek, like down the Mm -hmm. hill. And I've had Mess Hall a few times in Los Feliz. And I'm like, this place fucking sucks. Like, the atmosphere is good. You want it to be good. But this place fucking sucks. And so I stopped going there for a long time. And then we needed somewhere to go before the Greek. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Whatever. Let's just try it. Let's go back to Mess Hall. And I went back to Mess Hall. And it was so good this time that I went and left them a Yelp review. Oh, wow. That's how good it was this next time around. I was like, this place cleaned their act up in COVID. Five stars. Okay, anyways. So we had a couple drinks there. We went up to the Greek. And the Greek theater has a couple options when it comes to drink drinks. Um, it's a little expensive, as you would expect at a concert. But they have a glass of wine and a carafe of wine. Now, a carafe of wine is about $2 more than the price of two glasses of wine. And I was intrigued. 
um, because I'd remember the one time I went to the Greek with uh, a couple friends, shout out Ashley Snyder, and she got the carafe of wine, and I remember it being quite a bit. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to try it. The bartender proceeded to <laughs> take out basically like a clear plastic big gulp size cup <laughs> and pour an entire bottle of wine into <laughs> that cup and then just lid and straw. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> and then, well, because c- he offers two cups on the side. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm okay. I'll drink from the straw. Thank you. (laughs) He assumed you were sharing like a normal person. He literally like didn't even try to take a drink order from my partner until my partner was like, oh, and and can I grab something too? (laughs) Because I was like, this is only for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I mean, me and my partner didn't have to communicate that. He knew. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we went to the seats. We had a great time. Um, my partner did run out of beer and kind of was looking at my carafe. And I calmly, as I danced, shook my head no. And he had yeah. to go and get more alcohol for himself. I finished that whole bottle of fucking wine. Good on you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was proud of myself. Oh, my goodness. You know who's probably not proud of themselves? A Redwood City man. Yeah, let's get to our first story. Redwood City Man arrested for breaking into jail. Well, you know, if you want to be in there so bad. A Redwood City Man who allegedly broke into the Maple Street Correction Center in Redwood City August 13th was arrested by a correctional officer pleaded not guilty to two misdemeanors in court Wednesday in the San Mateo County District Attorney's Office said. By the way, this comes to us from smdailyjournal.com. We have to, you know, get our... uh Cite our sources. 100%. Prosecutors say that Moises Donna Robles, 35, claimed to be getting away from a man with a gun and did not know that he entered a county jail, but admitted to being under the influence of meth and alcohol. The correctional officer saw Robles sitting in the lobby and thought he was an inmate before recognizing him as a trespasser in street clothes. <laughs> Video surveillance showed he climbed an exterior and interior fence climbed up the second floor patio, went into the jail through the patio door, prosecutors said. All this to escape a man with a gun? I mean, I'd almost rather get, you know, grazed. Not shot, just grazed. Well, what makes you, uh, if if you don't, if you stop, what are the odds that you're going to get grazed? Oh, pretty bad. I don't know. I don't know. I watch a lot of action movies and it seems like a lot of like <laughs> near misses happen. Uh-huh. I have you shot a gun? Like, <clears throat> it's hard to actually hit something. So you're saying that these action movies are, like, accurate? Yeah, unless you're, like, a trained marksman, like, or, like a moving target, I couldn't hit it, and I've shot guns. But aren't, like, all the goons in those action movies supposed to be trade marksmen? Like, I never understood that part about action movies. I'm like, how the fuck did that guy get through all that? Like, how did our hero get through all that gunfire? Like, are these people literally just, like, the worst shots? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't matter. I don't know. You're climbing an exterior interior fence up to the second floor. I mean, it's just like, how do you even know to go to the second floor? Like, and if I was running from a gunman, I wouldn't go up. No, I'd go far away and down. Something. I would not think to climb. I think this guy was lying. Cassandra, his honor. How dare you? I think this guy who was high on meth and alcohol was not running from a man with a gun. And if he was, the man with a gun was probably 
Mm, jail security. <laughs> I was running from security, so I ran into the jail. Like, aren't jails are usually like kind of like far out? Prisons are typically far away. Jails are normally like within counties and, and cities. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's that one downtown. Mm-hmm. I don't know the difference between jail and prison. Okay, so I'm not a lawyer, but jail is like a temporary and it's like a lesser sentenced area. So like oh. you're in jail while you're awaiting trial and during a trial typically, and then you go to prison once you're sentenced. I believe. What about like the little jails that they hold people in in police offices or police stations? Oh, those are just like local jails, jail cells within a police department. Yeah. I would say that the person in our next story had a good lawyer. A pretty good lawyer, for sure. Let's get into it from oddityscentral.com. Drunk man gets in bar fight. Sue's bar for getting him drunk wins $5.5 million. Which is like a starter home in LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Texas man who sustained injuries after being involved in a bar fight two years ago sued the bar owner for overselling him alcohol and was awarded $5.5 million in a default judgment. Daniel Rawls claims that after drinking at the La Fagata restaurant in Andrews, I feel like every city's got a La Fagata. La Fagata about it. It's it's a Mexican place, but yes. Oh, got it. Okay. I went Italian. I'm an idiot. No, no. Proceed. I, mean, I, liked, I liked what you did. I'm having spaghetti later. So on May 21st, 2019, he and another patron, Robert Hendrickson, got into an altercation in the parking lot of the restaurant. And as a result, Daniel Rawls suffered head injuries that his lawyer claimed could have been avoided if the restaurant hadn't continued serving alcohol to both men who were visibly inebriated. And in the complaint, La Fogata's owner and bartender were accused of allowing the two men to drink excessively and leave the restaurant together, as well as not calling an ambulance for Rawls after he was injured. Damn. I'm hey. going to take a shot in the dark. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say that uh, Daniel Rawls is the kind of guy who doesn't always make sure that his collar is all the way down when he's wearing a polo. It oh. might be popped. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. His dad might have something to say about this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's the type of guy that will soon be duct taped to an airplane seat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I read this story and I go, the absolute nerve to blame a bar for the fact that you and some other asshole got so wasted and then got went into the parking lot and get in a fight and then this guy punched you in the face. That you would sue the restaurant. Like, the absolute nerve. But then on the other hand, I'm like, does this work? Because I could use $5.5 million. I could I could take a 5.5. I, I, uh, I went to Pappy and Harriet's on Friday and ordered so many drinks that at one point I had to borrow one of like the, the carriers, like a tray, and then brought them to my friends that were outside. <laughs> and I was like, I shouldn't have this many drinks at once. What if these are all for me? I mean... What if? I mean, I'm talking shots, cocktails, beers. I was passing out drinks like I was the Easter Bunny, passing out candy and treats. Like, what? I, you know how the Easter Bunny gives away? Um, nope. The Easter Bunny leaves baskets in the morning and hides eggs. And, and someone dressed like the Easter Bunny gives candy away? Oh, I feel like we've had two different cultural experiences growing up. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right, but like, I don't. <laughs> I'm just going to double down because that's what I do. But anyway. Well, I'm going to double down and say, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? The Easter Bunny doesn't walk around handing out candy. Hmm. What is this, Halloween? Well, I was passing out drinks like I worked there. And that then- is a better joke. Okay. Okay. All right. Good enough. but I was and then I got my bar tab and I was like this is far too little so I tipped very well because I I was counting the drinks the next day and I was like there's no way were people Venmoing you or you were just it was just on you I I I thought people would get me back but it hasn't happened and so I'm like "Mm, maybe this was just on me today you gotta ask I know I gotta I I know. I, I I felt cool in the moment passing out drinks to friends. Hell yeah. But I the reason I brought up Pappy and Harriet's and the drinking in general was that we there was three girls and three boys that were in a group all together attending this concert. And the the joke of the night was that if we met three other girls and three other guys that were in a group, we were gonna fight them. Oh, I see. So we were we were on the hunt looking for a fight. And you guys, I mean, I have a feeling that either Robert or Daniel in the story might have been the same. Yeah, I definitely feel like they came in looking for an altercation. Also, Uh, like, this Robert Hendrickson guy, he's probably like, thank God that he decided to sue the restaurant and not me. uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of kind of suing somebody, let's get into our next story from theinsider.com. A Chicago couple posted a $240 invoice to their no-call, no-show guests who didn't attend their destination wedding. Ooh-wee, I, this is trashy. Mm-hmm. Well, on both ends. You can't no-call, no-show. Okay, from this story, did you gather, did these people RSVP yes and then just didn't show? That's what I gathered, yeah. Okay. I mean, fine. That's, that's bullshit. If you're an RSVP yes... And you don't go, that's shitty. Or at least, I mean, like, because a lot of these venues, I feel like if you get them, like, the week before, you can change the number. Right. So, like, you need to let someone know, unless there's, like, a crazy thing that happened, like, that day. Right. They they RSVP'd, according to the article, and then did a no-show on the on the wedding. Yeah. Now, that being said, so these, this couple posted this, like, $240 invoice because they had a reception in Jamaica and it says the amount above is the cost of your individual seats because you didn't call or give us proper notice that you wouldn't be in attendance. This is the amount you owe us for paying for your seats in advance. The New York Post identified the couple as Doug Simmons and and Deidre McGee from Chicago. Simmons had originally posted the bill on Facebook with the hashtag petty post and told the insider that he never delivered the, the invoice. I, I mean, I think that that's why it's so trashy to me because, like, at the same time, it's like, <laughs> this is petty as fuck, but not in the way that I like it. Yeah, I agree. It's like, send it, but don't post it on Facebook. Like, Or, or, they, or don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do know. it. I think <laughs> it, like, it. proves a point. <laughs> you think it proves a point? A little bit. Weddings are expensive. Here's how I handle that. You're... You don't talk to these people anymore. And if they reach out and go, hey, uh, love to love to see you, then that's when you go, 
hey, dick, remember my wedding in Jamaica that you RSVP'd yes to? We are, it was our prepaid seats. You know that? What the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. That's when you bring it up. You don't just like post on like Facebook of like, here's for all the people who didn't fucking show up. Well, they it's a destination wedding and they repeatedly asked them if they were coming and they said yes repeatedly. Okay, then yes, then send it. Fine. I, I don't know. This is just this like weddings are weird. People get weird about weddings. I yeah. mean, they're expensive as fuck, but like it's also like, I mean, this to me, if if I was having a destination wedding, you said yes, 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 yes. And I paid, I imagine it's like a couple. So it's like $240. Like, so that's $120 a head. Like, I would just never speak to those people again, which maybe that's more petty. I don't know. I'm I'm non-confrontational, so I'm learning how to how to speak up in the moment in therapy and like have difficult conversations, whereas like I won't have them. So who's to say what I would really do? <laughs> like I can sit here and be like, I would say something, but like actual action Erica would just probably never say anything. And then yeah, just ghost them as friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Or, I mean, even sending a text message when you get back into town from Jamaica, be like, hey, what happened? Yeah, are you okay? I got worried <clears throat> when you didn't show up to the wedding. I, I, I assume that it must have been pretty serious for you to cancel the flights that you must have booked since you said yes. And the hotel that you booked. Yeah, totally. So you got to fly to Jamaica or take a boat. And the woman in our next story is probably never going to be allowed to fly again. According to the businessinsider.com, video show a woman being escorted off a Spirit Airlines flight for lighting a cigarette and reportedly blowing smoke in an asthma sufferer's face. The Business Insider, their headlines, <laughs> yeah, they just take the most chaotic parts of, of the story and put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> An unidentified woman is being escorted by deputies off a Spirit Airline flight from Detroit because she violated federal law by lighting a cigarette on the plane cabin, the Miami Herald reported. So the footage was taken by a fellow passenger um, who was making a TikTok, and it shows a woman smoking a cigarette as the plane taxis on the tarmac at Fort Lauderdale International Airport. So the video, the TikTok, she's basically like, hey, can you stop smoking? And the woman replies, like, it's been a long day and it's been hell. Listen, I get it. Getting through the airport is hell. Even with pre-check, it's hell <laughs> to get through an airplane. An airport. I, I'm the kind of person that, like, if someone is, like, has, the, like, gives that little of a fuck. Because I think, like, I've never lived in a time. Like, I don't know when they got rid of smoking on airplanes, but it was definitely before I was born. It had to have been, right? Surely. When did I think I swallowed a bug? <coughs> oh, shit. Why did that happen to me? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Don't cut that. People need to know what I go through. Okay. Um, <laughs> my struggle. <laughs> in 1988, airlines based in the United States banned smoking on domestic flights of less than two hours. And then it was extended to flights less than six hours in February 1990. And then all domestic and international flights in 2000. So domestic flights, because I was born in April 1990. 
So you couldn't smoke on United States flights unless they were longer than six hours. Until 2000. Holy shit. That's wild. Anyways, when I see someone giving those little of fucks, I think I've said this before on this podcast, but like smoking on an airplane and then just being like, it's been hell. Like to <laughs> me, I'm like, this woman is from the future. And <laughs> and she, and she tried to come back to fix something. Uh-huh. Maybe she succeeded, maybe she didn't, but this is the end of her story and she just needs to unwind with a cigarette and an airplane. Like that's what I think. I'm like, she knows something that we don't know. Like she knows that there's no possible trouble that she could get in that is worse than what is to come in the future. <laughs> Yeah, this is a very Terminator, come with me if you want to live moment. Yeah. But she failed. (laughs) Yeah, like, she's a time traveler, so she knows, yeah, they're going to escort me off the flight. I I know exactly what happens. Or, like, she's stuck in, like, a time continuum. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that she's probably not a human. Fair enough. Fair Mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. Let's get into our next story from from Complex.com. High school football team may have lied to ESPN to play on national TV. It's been a rough week for ESPN. On Sunday, ESPN aired a high school football game between Florida's IMG Academy and Ohio's Bishop Sycamore. And anyone who watched the game could see as plain as day that IMG Academy is good and Bishop Sycamore is bad. Like, really bad. While we've seen mismatched opponents square off nationally televised games before, this was something entirely different. IMG (laughs) are defending national champs and consistently one of the best teams in the country. Apparently, ESPN was under the impression that Bishop's program was also stacked with top recruits. So Bishop, this Bishop uh, Sycamore was so outmatched that the game ended in 58-0 to And that the game announcers were just reacting in real time because they seemed concerned for the safety of the Bishop players and that they were not engaged in a fair fight. Okay, so like you lie about your talent to get on national TV and then you get humiliated on national TV. What is the point? Yes. And so then basically the ESP people were like, what the fuck happened? And then they were like, well, we didn't. We didn't verify their roster. And then it appears that it's an online only charter school with a website that resembles a blog. And then they found out more that this isn't even a real fucking school. Yeah. The team went 0 and 6 last year and is routinely blown out. <laughs> Apparently, the school. First of all, the team's head coach is someone who has an active arrest warrant thanks to fraud charges, and then most of their players have already graduated high school. So it's just like a bunch of adults like playing (laughs) high school school football, getting rocked, (laughs) pretending that they're at a real – it's fucking crazy. It's it's wild. (laughs) What do you get out of that other than saying I've been on TV? Well, I mean, maybe they're trying to get recruited into colleges, but like if you get recruited into like, I don't think you have to play high school to get recruited into a college if you're good enough. And also like when you get recruited, what are you going to say? Like, hey, I am a 20 year old senior um, at my online school. (laughs) At my online school. But I would really love to come and play 
for the University of Alabama Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's, I just love that the announcers were like, "This uh, wait, this is bad. Like, are they okay?" Like, yeah. <laughs> this also seems like a, a situation where maybe it's just a bunch of time travelers. Yeah, they're like, "It's our one last chance." <laughs> or like, you know, like, "Hey, like, if you don't, if this football game, if this team doesn't win, then you know what's a weird time thing." Baby Hitler will come back. Bingo. If this team doesn't win, baby Hitler's going to come back. And they're like, oh, my God, we have to get a plan to make this team come back. Well, I have a plan. You're going to have to play him. Zoinks, we have to play them? Okay. I'm right. The screenplay writes itself. It writes itself. Let's get on a production meeting after this call. Got it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Our next story is sent in by a loyal listener, Victoria. We love Victoria. From Slate.com. Help! Someone has been stealing breast milk at work. He still works here, but I may never know who he is. How do I get over this? I recently returned to my job at a large company after maternity leave. I share two lactation rooms with several other women and store my milk in the mini fridge there during the day. A while back, I noticed that the milk I pumped and recorded didn't add up to the end of the day by roughly an ounce. It happened a total of three times over about two months. So this woman starts talking to the other lactating. That's not how you refer to women who are nursing. The the lactating women. What do you call them? Yeah. Lactating persons. Uh, Yeah. Breastfeeding women. I don't know. She talks to the other women who just had a baby and who were breastfeeding. And they were all like, oh, yeah, same. We're off by an ounce. What's up? So they went to HR. And HR took the complaint very seriously, and the other women verified that they had similar experiences. HR added a secure keycard entry to the doors in addition to the lock on the inside. But there's a sign. Uh, It says that there's a sign out front that says literally like lactation room or something like that. I think that's like an advertisement for whoever's stealing this milk. Yeah, they said that some guy was wait- who t- tried to get in but then, like, left, like, according to security cameras. But I don't know if they were able to see who it was from the cameras. But, like, this guy thought he was being so sneaky by sneaky, like, just taking one ounce from each. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Big time ugh. There's around 700 people that work at this company in this building. And... They don't know who to trust anymore. Pretty crazy. A lot of, I think it's a requirement that companies provide space for lactation, but there's an Instagram called IA underscore stories. Um, mm-hmm. And it's IATSE stories, which is the, um, one of the film unions there that is sharing yeah. a lot of stories of being on cruise. They're pretty horrifying stories, but one of them was talking about like the lactation like areas that they're, you know, required to have and how, this woman who was in an art de- in the art department, she was like, hey, like there's like two or three of us who need to do this. And we're basically like either doing them like in dressing rooms that are being used all the time or wherever we can find them because they haven't given them an actual designated place. And they were like, these offices here that the producers have, 
they're never used. Like, and then their response from their higher ups were like, oh my God, but the producer's gonna be so mad if someone was in there. And so this woman was like, I ended up putting a big thing of fabric over a desk and went under the desk and pumped under there. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's a bummer. So yeah, we need uh we need good places to uh use pumps without having weirdos steal an ounce at a time and also with privacy. Yeah, absolutely. And go check out that Instagram because it's sharing horrific conditions that crew members have worked under. And it's important and there should be more protections to make the entertainment that you love. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. There's some other entertainment that I love if you'd like to hear about it. Oh, I'd love to hear about it. Well, when I was in uh, Joshua Tree, down just down the street from where you were talking about being in Pappy and Harriet's, mm-hmm. there was a petting zoo with baby goats. <gasps> a, a literal dream of mine. It was pretty fucking major. I have a picture of myself holding a goat on Instagram. It was definitely one of the high points of my life. I one time, I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but I one time hired a goat for a live show and it headbutted me in the tit (laughs) and it was everything to me. (laughs) So all this to say, our next story from the Miami (laughs) Herald.com, a keys man stole a miniature goat. The owner says Billy the Kidder came home drunk. What a silly name for a goat. (laughs) Billy the Kidder. He's a miniature goat who lives in the Florida Keys. Billy the Kidder is a miniature goat who lives in the Florida Keys. He isn't used to excitement. His interests include mowing yards and enjoying air conditioning. But then, but on Thursday, a Keys man stole Billy from the woman's yard and took him for a spin around Big Pine Key. At 5.12 p.m., the Monroe County Sheriff's Office reported that there was a man passed out next to his bicycle with a goat along for the ride. I started laughing when they called me, said Deputy Tom Frick, a 28-year-old veteran of the Sheriff's Office. He had to double-check that he heard it right. Frick arrived at the Tom Thumb convenience store and found the small goat tethered to a bike, and then it was next to a man who was sleeping in the grass. He's one of our local homeless drunks, Frick said. (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> he's just a, a a local i guess uh not very nice a frick but <laughs> i mean like i don't know i grew up in big city like is it normal to have a local drunk uh yes like very small town a local homeless drunk yeah they would uh, like hobos is what you would have called them back in the day probably but that's probably not very nice so the owner of the goat and the owner of the convenience store didn't press charges. She just wanted her goat back. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like it's like, oh, our local homeless drunk, what are you going to do? Here's your goat back, miss. Like a shrug emoji is what you'd put next to this article. <laughs> she, it's like so crazy. But apparently she got the goat back and the bo- the goat was drunk. Classic. I mean, who like who takes pleasure in getting animals drunk? Well, nobody likes to drink alone. I I guess you're right. <laughs> Unless it's me with a glass of wine watching the third season of The Circle. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. I haven't started yet. I just started today. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that Netflix was going to, like, do that to us. Yeah, they're like, oh, y'all still inside? We got your back. 
it feels too soon. It, it's almost like I feel like they're like, oh, you guys are not inside anymore. Get back. Fucking get back inside. We got some shit for you. I just like I want to watch it so bad, but I don't know how I'm going to make the transition because I'm like I'm in the same drag race hole that you were in a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I can't get out. I it's it's like it's just such good entertainment. <laughs> like I don't like when anything else is on TV. I, I I've like started to like work to Drag Race. Like I I've I watch it while I work instead of listening to podcasts anymore. Me too. It's all <laughs> I have. I've got a two computer setup, and on my personal computer, it's always just Drag Race playing. What the uh, fuck? Definitely how Mama Rue wanted Drag Race to be ingested <laughs> quickly quickly and half distracted (laughs) okay but i'll tell you this like i don't take shit from anybody now like from at work good like i'm like sassy in emails Ooh, it's the dragon you yeah i i'm throwing shade in every email (laughs) per my last email (laughs) yeah per my last email the library is open Maybe we have a disconnect. That's my favorite. Like, maybe we have a disconnect, which is like, you're fucking wrong. That's Mm -hmm. the work (laughs) way of saying you're wrong. I just say you're wrong now. Oh, I love it. I love the boldness. There's a thing that you think about where you're like, when you think about like a woman in a company who's just known as a bitch, when you're like, Mm Oh, Jesus, like, Erica's such a fucking bitch. Like, can we not mess up on this project? It's from Erica, and I really don't want to deal with her. And then that project gets done right. Mm -hmm. I want to be that bitch. Like, I don't care if people think I'm an asshole. Like, if they just don't screw up because they don't want to deal with what a bitch I am, great. Is that abuse? No. I mean, as long as you say stuff like, thank you, I think it's fine. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It didn't even sound to, like abuse to me until I said it out loud just now. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyways. Well, speaking, speaking of uh-oh, let's get yeah. into our next story from journalstar.com. Omaha man stabs himself in the leg while driving, holding a knife, and eating Taco Bell. Now, when I first read that headline, I was like, what fucking clown is using a knife to eat Taco Bell? Oh, yeah. I hadn't even thought about it. Like, and I assume it's not like the plastic knife. It's a knife knife. Yeah. So it's a 39-year-old Omaha man. He inadvertently stabbed himself in the leg. He picked up some food at the Taco Bell uh, just before 2 a.m. and then was on his way to give some to his girlfriend. What a good guy. Confession. Yesterday, I was driving home hungover from... Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. I stopped at the Taco Bell, which is like a block and a half from my house. <laughs> I couldn't finish my chalupa. And then three hours later, I, I woke up from a nap and then I ate cold Taco Bell. That's the kind of hungover I was yesterday. You put it in the fridge though, right? Yes. Okay, good. I thought that you were like, I went back to my car, <laughs> grabbed the chalupa <laughs> that I'd left there. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm gross, but I'm not that gross. Sure. <laughs> Taco Bell's awesome when you're hungover. Mm-hmm. Until it's mm-hmm. not. True. Till Taco Bell's re- revenge. Mm-hmm. As he was eating and driving, he later told police he was talking to a friend via Bluetooth speaker and looking at a knife that his friend gave him. He then drove through a large pothole or hit a bump on the road. 
The jolt made him accidentally stab his right thigh with the knife, the police said. The man was left with a one-inch puncture wound at the top of his right thigh. And then he headed to a nearby Nebraska medical center where he waved down security officers and asked where the emergency room was. He wasn't, like, arrested, was he? I... I don't know. I think this like was more like made the scanner, but it doesn't sound like he got arrested. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't play with knives while you're driving. No, never a good idea. Not even admiring them on on a Bluetooth speaker with your friend. <laughs> I like that it's very specific of like, no, officer, I was speaking to my friend via Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. I was not holding the cell phone while driving because I had the Taco Bell in my hand. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing to do when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. What's a bad thing to do when you're drunk? Uh, make a bet. Yes. According to mirror.co.uk, three friends won, run 258 miles at altitude across remote mountains after a drunken bet. You know what I have to say to that? Fuck you. Yeah, like, one of you should have had to, like, shave an eyebrow or, like, paint your toes black, like... That's a bet, you know. Like, they just, they were drunk, and they thought that they would be the first people to in history to complete this journey on foot. But, like, it was like they spun a globe and picked a random destination and promised to complete a run wherever their finger landed. And that sent them to Tajikistan in Central Asia. I have a friend from Tajikistan. Oh. Yeah. That's why I know how to pronounce that word, is because That's I... great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how um, i know how to pronounce it <laughs> they ran from the border of afghanistan to china across the bartang valley which is one of the most remote and desolate areas in the world and passes through the pamir mountains jody said all right i'm a runner but even better drunk the drunken bet became my obsession i knew nothing about tajikistan looking at the country i wasn't even sure where to start if you're if you have like the athletic ability to run 258 miles? These people must have just, like, all three, like, shared a white claw. And then they were like, we're fucking wasted. We're wasted. Grab your globe. I want to take a jog. I feel like they just wanted to do something and they needed a story to justify it. Right, that made them sound, like, cool and not like a bunch of clowns who just wanted to run. Mm-hmm. Just and go running. Why do we reward people for running? Like, why do you get medals at marathons? It's like, running should be done to get away from predators. Like, that's the only time running should be rewarded. Is Some people get high off of it, Erica. I don't understand a runner's high. I literally do not understand a runner's high. I've never had one. I've had to run. I've done 5Ks. Like, I hate running. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate running. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> Did you ever have to do the thing like when you were like in middle school or uh, high school or whatever, where it was like, okay, like everyone go run the mile. And like, if you can't get it at six or seven minutes, then the rest of your year is dedicated to that. And <laughs> whoever hits six minutes doesn't have to do the run anymore. No, I, I think I cracked an eight minute mile for softball like that was like a requirement and and so that's the fastest I've ever run a mile yeah I just remember like I'm like 
you know, because I went to middle school, like, in, like, the Deep Valley. It was, like, Santa Clarita. And it was just, like, hot. And, like, me and, like, my punk friends didn't give a fuck. So we were clocking, like, 17-minute miles. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were just walking. <laughs> oh, see, I was, like, a competitive softball player. And so that was, like, the only reason I ran. And I was like, listen, I hit the ball real, real far. So I don't have to run fast. Like what could have been a triple for most people was a double for me. I hit the bar real, real far so I don't have to run fast is engraved on Mark McGuire's statue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I hit the bar real, real far so I don't have to run fast. Yeah. (laughs) Give me money. (laughs) Give me money, please. I'm not doping. Speaking of doping, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm fucking ready. It's time. For the dumpster fire of the week. According to the insider.com, Oklahoma's ERs are so backed up from people overdosing on ivermectin that gunshot victims have to wait to be treated, a doctor says. Ivermectin is the ringworm preventing horse drug. Yes, it's a dewormer medication meant for livestock. And... Why are they taking this? Because they think it helps prevent and or treats COVID. <sighs> yeah. Like, I, I, it's like, I don't even, I'm like embarrassed of Oklahoma. It, I mean, they're not the only state. Like, it's happening in Mississippi. It's happening all over the South. It's happening here in California in our backyard. It's just yeah. people that listen to Joe Rogan are taking ivermectin. And like why the who who told him you know there there was a study done of like 10 people and then the study has been like thrown out because it was a that's not a sample size to do a, an experiment and it was done poorly Ugh. and and like that's just like throwing a dart at the at the wall and just seeing what name popped up like it's uh, it's insanity what a clown all right so there's Basically, these people are overdosing on this, and like I guess it, they're showing how dire it is by comparing it to people who show up to the ER with a gunshot wound, which you would, if you had a gunshot wound, be seen right away. Mm-hmm. But there, there's no room. There's no room because people are overdosing on this horse dewormer and cow dewormer. Some of so people suffering from ramifications of taking doses meant for full-size horses. Do you know how big horses are? Do you know how fucking big a horse is? Like it's a it's way more than 600 pounds. Like horses weigh like 2000 pounds. Like they're like cars. Well, isn't an elephant 2000 pounds? Maybe I don't understand scale. Uh, oh no! Wait, probably. I just googled it. Um, a horse is eight hundred forty to two hundred, or so eight hundred forty to twenty two hundred pounds. So people are taking doses meant for twenty two hundred pound horses and are having vision loss, nausea, and vomiting. Damn, elephants weigh a lot. Yeah, elephants are big. If you learn one thing from Trashy Trashy this week, <laughs> elephants <laughs> are big. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. I just couldn't, can't believe it. I, I, cause like, I just, I thought like 2,500 
pounds is a ton, right? So I'm like, oh, a ton is a lot. It's like nothing, nothing, only an elephant could possibly be a ton. But now apparently horses are a ton, which means that elephants must be like multiple tons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Elephants. I'll I'll take this off air. Are big. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take this huge realization off air. Oh, boy. So they're, they're losing their vision, nausea, vomiting, you know, just... The things, but at least it's not COVID. Three major Oklahoma hospital systems have no available ICU beds, the Tulsa World reported. (sighs) It's fucking crazy, man. Oklahoma has had almost 600,000 COVID cases and nearly 8,000 deaths, according to the New York Times case tracker. So there's been a 21% increase in COVID in the past 14 days. And sucks for them because all these uh, people are taking up the beds for gunshot wound victims and COVID patients. Think about like if you have a heart attack right now, you've got to wait. Because some dick took horse medicine. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, are these people, they won't get the vaccine because they quote, don't know what's in it. And you're <laughs> taking horse dewormer. Like a co- this can be controversial. You can turn off this episode. Like we don't need you as listeners if this offends you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Get vaccinated and don't take horse dewormer. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my goodness. Get vaccinated. Oh. I, I agree. Guy. And actually, that's a good segue to what I'm hoarding, if you'd like to know. I'd love to know what you're hoarding. So I said it in the beginning when we went to the Greek, Greek theater, and I'm hoarding this, is a place that requires vaccines. Hell yeah. Pappy and Harriet's on Friday required vaccines for their outdoor show. They said, prove it. Show mm-hmm. it to me. Show mm-hmm. me that you got vaccinated or show me a negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. But you can't come in without one or the other. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. And I mean, I know that Biden came out with all these new OSHA regulations, which like businesses bigger than 100 people are going to be forced to require vaccines. And like, that's all great. And I love it. And like, let's keep going because this is exhausting and <laughs> the vaccines are safe. Uh they really are. It's like astonishing. It's I I just like lost for words. I shook it like how there's people like so many people who are like absolutely won't get it. But like, it's something that like, I was so excited to get. Oh, I couldn't couldn't wait. I was like, first one out the door as soon as I was eligible. Yeah, I was so fucking excited to get it. Yeah. It's wild. What are you hoarding? I'm hoarding a documentary on Amazon called Lulu Rich. Oh. About the rise and fall of Lululemon, the clothing brand company. Ooh. Which is very funny that Amazon is showcasing someone that has exploited workers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) But it's about... Mark and D- D- Diane, who, and they're actually in, like, the founders of LuLaRoe are interviewed because they're narcissists and think that they're telling their quaint story and that it's good. But then about halfway through, they start to realize, oh, this is a gotcha piece, not a fluff Uh-oh. piece. And it's, you you see their body language change. It's like pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark and Deanne are mic'd and are like, I killed them all. And you're like, wait, what? I thought you just sold bad leggings and were ex- yeah. exploited women. Killed them all. Of course I did. 
course I did. Burping. Like burping. Yeah. <laughs> um, that anyway, sounds juicy. It's really good. Yeah. Are you throwing anything away? I used to call it Lululemon. Oh. I didn't realize that it was Lululemon. I thought that was like too simple. I, of course, it must it, be It might be Lululemon. I don't know. I've never heard it. I, I think it's Lululemon because when I said Lululemon to someone, everyone, like, someone like, looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. It's Lululemon, I think. But it's Lululemon. Yeah, Lululemon. It's the fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I said Lululemon, and like I was like looked at as if I was eating like pizza. Oh, with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. I'm throwing out just a general get out of my face, Texas. Bye. Fucking bye, Texas. You're so annoying with your abort with this new abortion law. Like bye, get away. But I won't get into it because I feel like we've you know we've we've we know they know our stance is clear pro-abortion uh <laughs> i'm throwing out people using public bathrooms for too long okay i am so fucking impatient in a bathroom line what are you doing in there hurry up like there's a line out here and i feel like you're just doing the most like i'm listening to like i i can hear you go in you know that there's a line waiting 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 I hear the toilet flush. I perk up. I'm like, yes, they're mm-hmm. they're almost done. And then it's like the sink, like happy birthday twice, you know, two rounds of the like air thing. And like, yeah, they're just using the bathroom. But like, am I crazy that I think that you should pick up the fucking pace when there's a line? Uh, I'm with you. I'm 100% on team Cassandra. Like people have commented on how fast I pee when they've been in line. They're like, oh my God, that was so fast. I'm like, hell yeah, it was. Hell yeah, because there's a line and I'm considerate. Yeah, yeah. You go. I'm not touching my fucking phone. No, you go. You go pee. You wash. You dry really quick or you don't dry and you just get out of there. Get out. Throwing that out. Hurry the fuck up. Hurry the fuck up. I can't be here all day. I'm with you. What are you throwing out? Okay, I am throwing out something that has been heavily advertised to me. And I took advantage of promo codes that I've heard on other podcasts. Ooh. And I bought some Brook Linen sheets. When I tell you they are absolute dog shit, they are scratchy. Like they're not comfortable at all. Have you had linen sheets before? Yes. I've had luxurious, very expensive linen sheets. And let me tell you. These were somewhat expensive, even with the promo code, but they're going right back to the factory. Wow. They're going back. I mean, good for you. I did uh, linen linen sheets, and they were nice, I guess, but I almost kind of felt like it, it wasn't like my first choice. Like, I kind of felt, and like, they, the color faded really fast, and like, they were fucking expensive. I can't remember what the with the um, businesses that it was. So I don't want to like, I can't really like, you know, call them out right now and really hurt them as much as I'd love to. (laughs) But yeah, they're really fucking expensive. And like, unfortunately, like, unless you can afford to like go to like parachute or something. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's garbage. Like, it's just garbage. Anyway. I'm sorry that happened. Bye, Brooklyn. We we don't want your advertisements. Unless, of course, you want to 
Payos, and then it's, it's like I'll change my tune. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll, him a shot. Maybe she didn't like him, but maybe I do. Maybe Cassandra likes him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for promo code trashy, whatever. <laughs> Where can people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me every Tuesday night on the Nooner Podcast and September fourteenth, movie Violet is streaming for the Toronto Film Festival. You can get it online that day. Yes. Um, if you want to watch me in a movie, the Olivia Munn. Which we all do. Yeah. I I wasn't I'm not gonna lie, like I wasn't able to like figure it out the first time, like because it was on the ninth also, but I'm gonna try and see if I can do it this time. Otherwise, it is going to come out in theaters, too. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. Where do they find you? Yeah, you can find me at Gilly Gal on Twitter, which I had a fire tweet today. Ooh. I said, and and hear me out, people. It's a pretty good tweet. I'd love it if you went and liked it because I'm I've never tweeted anything funnier, I think. And I said, Hokey Pokey Anonymous, the place to turn yourself around. Funny. I think it's very funny. Yeah. So it's good. Thank you. So <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, go to at Gilly Gal and, and like that tweet. Give it a retweet. And then you can find me on Instagram at, at iconic Erica Curry. Love it. You can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Please do. Or you can email us while you're trash or a story at Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage. I will. Bye-bye. Bye.